0: You know, as a young person, I had the opportunity. My dad taught me how to go solo. You know, it wasn't my youth yeah. pastor. It it wasn't my pastor. Sure, you know, from the pulpit that was explained and it was it was exemplified. But the practical how to do it was with my dad. You know, um, people skills that was with my dad. Uh, all of you know a lot of ministry. We go to uh, to the nursing home as a family, as a family. You know, it was it was awesome to serve God as a family so i think that that's really what it boils down to is just having an environment where a christian environment you know go figure a a christian home where it's it's not just something we do on sunday or wednesday but every day you know every single day we're, we're a christian home
1: to another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hulberg. Joining me today is Brother Keith Putnam. Uh, Brother Keith Putnam is a missionary to Brazil and uh, grew up at Northwest Bible Baptist Church and is a graduate of Providence Baptist College in the year of 2015, along with his wife, Jamie. And we're glad that they are here with us. They're on furlough uh, and getting ready to head back to the mission field. And so the bags aren't quite packed yet, but I'm sure they're they're, in process. Yes, they
0: are in process. My wife's a planner, so if uh, we know we have a date, we're usually like two weeks out, we start getting everything, especially as packed in as we, we need to be. But yeah, we're getting there.
1: Okay, well good. I hope everything goes well the next couple of weeks for Me you to pack. Um, we were talking about your first term right. on the mission field and I want to transition a little bit away from missions in a way, but I want to help families you know with who are raising children. Uh, maybe I want to help a teenager uh-huh. who's going through some transitional years, maybe a college student yeah. who's trying to figure out direction for his life and I want to talk a little bit about the making of a missionary. Okay. Uh, it sounds like a really epic documentary yeah, does. title yeah. um, but I want to talk about your personal story mm-hmm. uh, wh- how is it that you ended up on the mission field in Brazil? Obviously, this is not a you know, something that you wake up one day and like, I think I'm gonna be a missionary to Brazil. Brazil." What was the process? What made you even want to be interested in full-time Christian work? Mm Because many are the kids who grow up in a Christian home, going to good churches, who turn their back on even the concept of going to church and being a spiritual person. Maybe even turning their back on God himself. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. But what were some of the things? If you could kind of start us at the beginning,
0: what's your story? So I had the opportunity to grow up in a Christian home, and I'm very thankful for that. Both my parents were saved in their early 20s. Uh, then they decided to go to Bible college after both of them had already gone to secular university. And so growing up in a home where um, there was that heart. My dad was never called to ministry, but he always had the heart that, Lord, if you want me to go, you know, I'll, I'll go. I'll, uh, you can call me. I'm willing to go. So I'm thankful for that. And when I was six, my dad led me to the Lord. So obviously it starts with salvation. That's the most important thing. And uh, my dad, I remember distinctly on a Thursday night in February of uh, 1999, a couple years ago, and back in the 90s, right? But but my dad led me to the Lord, and then when I was nine, we actually had a missionary that came and stayed with our family during our church's missions conference. Now, you asked about you know what would make you want to do that? What would you know? Where would you come off with having a propensity to, to, to for ministry, you know? And I think really what, what it boils down to is just what our home life was. And obviously, we, we had a great church, Pastor Gomez, you know, preaching ministry, the ministry that we're able to be involved in. But really, just our home life was to serve the Lord. Now, mm-hmm. whether that be as a lawyer, whether that be as a doctor or a pastor or missionary, whatever it was, both my parents wanted me, wanted us as kids all to do God's will for our lives. So my parents never pushed me into ministry. So I think that was certainly helpful. You know, it wasn't like, Mm -hmm. hey, you're going to be a missionary someday. But we always had, um, you know, we used to house missionaries in our homes. And I'm very thankful for that because we had exposure, direct exposure to missionaries, you know. Um, And so we had a missionary stay with us. I was nine years old. He was in Brazil. And God began to work in my heart about Brazil at the same time. Uh, sh- actually, it was shortly shortly after we had two Brazilians in the church. Okay. Really? Okay. God doesn't put people in your path on accident. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes we think, well, you know, this you know this experience, this experience, and this person, this person, but, you know, I'm going to do this. And, you know, God's obviously got a plan for your life. You got to follow that. But God puts people, God puts experiences in your life on purpose. Not only that, we our churches through the years supported a, a good number of missionaries to Brazil. So mm-hmm. I had... Exposure again to Brazil, to the ministry, and so I started to go to Brazil as a nine-year-old boy. Obviously, at nine, I didn't know exactly step by step by step how I was going to get from you know Mrs. Johnson's you know third-grade classroom to you know Tabate Brazil where we're at. But I knew I had a general direction that that's where God wanted me to go, and so. We started, I started planning in that direction. I started to learn about Brazil. Mm -hmm. And if I could just encourage, whether it be a parent or even a young person, if you feel maybe God's calling you to this particular place, it may not be that place and that's okay. Talk to your pastor, pray about it, you know, go on mission trips. But as a young person, practically, Go on Wikipedia. Learn about Brazil. Go to the CIA Factbook and learn about whatever country you have an interest in. It could just be an interest, get to know about all sorts of different countries, not just Brazil. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a Wikipedia rabbit hole guy. I love to read about stuff. And so, and, you know, back in the day it wasn't Wikipedia, but you know, it was the Britannica encyclopedias. You yeah. know, I love that kind of stuff. Learning. Learn about the flag, the culture, the language, you know, just random tidbits of history, that sort of thing. It's helpful to have an interest. And but then at the same time that's the practical side of it. But talk with your your parents. You know, talk with your pastor. And, and if I could just encourage the parents, you know, that call to to Brazil was um, I don't know if for my parents it was ever scary. You know, they didn't know I was going to be the first one to get married in the family. They didn't know that I was going to be the first one to have grandkids. You know, when we left for Brazil, there were no other grandkids. Mm-hmm. And so two grandkids, their only two grandkids are going you know six thousand miles away. And for them that yeah that had to be a little scary, disconcerting, whatever the phrase may be, but they never, they never said, I don't think you should do this. They never said, well, you're taking our grandkids from us. They were an encouragement. And that, by the way, that didn't start in you know, 2020 when we left. That started back in you know, the early thousands when God called me. So they were always encouraging me. And basically what it boils down to is they always encouraged me to serve God in whatever capacity it is right now. You know, as a young person, I had the opportunity. My dad taught me how to go soloing. You know, it wasn't my youth yeah. pastor. It it wasn't my pastor. Sure, you know, from the pulpit that was explained and it was it was exemplified. But it, the practical how to do it, it was with my dad. You know, um, people skills that was with my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of you know a lot of ministry. We go to to the nursing home as a family, as a family. You know, mm-hmm. it was it was awesome to serve God as a family. And so I think that that's really what it boils down to, is just having a, an environment where, a Christian environment, you know, go figure, a, a Christian home where it's, it's not just something we do on Sunday or Wednesday, but every day, you know, every single day, we're, we're a Christian home. And so serve God where you're at. I, as a teen, I had the opportunity to, to travel with an evangelist for a couple of weeks. I had the opportunity to serve at our summer camp, you know, these are all things my dad told me. I said, you know, I was kind of on the bubble if I was going to work a job as a teen a paying job. It's sure. work. Camp ministry is work or yeah. work at, at a camp. And my dad told me, he said, listen, you can make money the rest of your life. This is your chance. I'm, I'm paying the bills. Go work at the camp. And those were the best two summers of my life. Yeah. Serve God where you're at and just take an opportunity, whatever it is, and jump in, whatever it is, ask your pastor, hey, how can I help? Your youth pastor, what can I do? And you don't have to be the best, but be available and that's that's really what god is looking for availability you don't have to be the best but available
1: i like what you said about the family life and you know we we take it some christian families may take it for granted that their children are being influenced to the positive inc- yeah. being involved in ministry right. at church but that encouragement doesn't need to be just be there yeah. you know sometimes you just export your children to mm-hmm. the church ministry yeah. to teach my cat, kid teach my kid to soul one teach my kid the ministry. Mm -hmm. Well, no. I like how you talked about how your dad was the one who trained you to go soul winning. It was your dad who... So when you went into youth group and you started soul winning, it was
0: not something new. It was
1: just a reinforcement of something that was already taking place at home. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about your youth, you know, your interest in Brazil. Um, was there ever a time, uh, bef- you know, in your youth and in, in high school years, where maybe you had some kind of a setback, or you know, maybe some doubts about what, where God would have you go, go, or what God would have you do? I mean, making a decision yeah. as a nine-year-old. Yeah. I mean, there's many years passed right. before you're on the mission field, where there's some yeah. years of
0: doubt. Great question. I, personally, I don't. Nothing explicit like where I was. You know, like not only. God's call, but I'm going to get out of church, that never was, Mm -hmm. I I don't personally feel that was ever the case, but there was a time in high school where I I probably didn't make the wisest choices, and so I wasn't as, certainly I wasn't as mindful of God's call on my life as I should have been, Mm -hmm. and it was around that time that um, I ended up working out at the camp, and I remember the second summer that I was out there at Cedar River, a brother Jerry Ross, Pastor Jerry Ross, preached one of the weeks. And I don't know why, but he, I was grilling each day, or I grilled a couple times, and every time he just came over, and as I was grilling, we talked for like, I mean, a while, a long time. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't necessarily ministry, I don't even remember what we talked about, it wasn't ministry stuff necessarily, but I remember that, that, that week in particular was just kind of a turning point, really solidified in my heart that, you know, I want to serve God, not only do I want to serve God in Brazil, but I I want to serve God with the rest of my life. And I remember that very distinctly. And it, it was his preaching, but it was more than that. It was just the time that he took with me personally. And that just meant so much to me. And so, yes, there were times where I wasn't probably as... I wasn't as mindful. I guess that's the word I mm-hmm. I use. I wasn't as on fire in my heart as I probably should have been. But like you know, getting out of church or anything like that, you know, that wasn't. Thankfully, the Lord kept me from that. Mm-hmm. But I remember one of the things, and you know, people, you know, signs. You know, what, what you know, I'm looking for a sign, and I don't necessarily. I wasn't looking for a sign. I don't even know what I would put this at. But again, God puts things in your in your life on purpose. And I remember it was my senior year going just about done with my senior year of high school and i was ready to graduate i was just i wanted to be done with high school and move on but i was uh i had been asked to sing on a tour group at the college and so i was practicing and so you know the guys you know they were getting off work at you know midnight one o'clock in the morning our practices were super in the middle of the night early early morning i remember one particular week and i was coming home from from the college, and I pulled up behind a car, and on the car had a big bumper sticker, the Brazilian flag it said Brazil, okay? And I didn't think anything of it, you know, it was, I was tired, it was late, you know, I went home. And for, I don't remember if it was every night that week, but at least twice more, that car was in front of me with that bumper sticker. Again, yeah. I, you know, I don't necessarily believe in, you know, God's not gonna write something in the sky, but I remember at that time it was, I was getting ready to go into to college, it was, and I was, you know, kind of anxious, and it was like the lord was like hey i have this for you you know just one more little reminder i don't even know what you classify that as a sign or whatever but sure, yeah. just and mindful god doesn't make a mistake that didn't happen by accident i don't i don't think so anyway it's just hey i have a plan for you you have to be patient you know and so really that was that was so that was helpful and if, certainly once we got to college being under the, the classes and the teaching, all that. And, and man, it was like that heart was coming back. And then 2014, I had the opportunity to, take, uh, opportunity to take a missions trip. I didn't go to Brazil. I went to Panama. But even then, I was there in Panama, had a great time. I was there for three weeks, a friend of mine and I. And we were we had a great time. I loved the families we were with. I, still, I would love to go back someday to, to Panama. But the whole time I was there, it was like, I don't know what it is, but it was like, nope, this is a great place, great country, but... This is not where God wants me to be. Mm. I love Panama. Wonderful people, beautiful country, needy place, certainly. But it was like Brazil, Brazil, Brazil the whole time. And I, I prayed about it. You know, Lord, if you want me to come to Panama, I'll come. But the whole time it was like, nope, Brazil. And so I, you know, I never had peace about I had never had peace about it there in Panama. Okay. And then just, again, coming back and uh, taking the mission trip finally to Brazil. I went to Brazil twice, ex- yeah, twice before we arrived in country. And just the moment I, I, I was there, just... Not easy, but this is I knew this is exactly where the Lord wanted us to do, and as he opened doors and made things very evident to me that that's exactly where the Lord wanted wanted me and wanted us to be as a family. That's good. Thanks for
1: answering that question yeah. for me. Let's transition over to your college years. Okay. Uh, that's where you're in Bible college. I imagine you enrolled as a missions major, uh-huh. yeah, I did. Um, and we have a slew, a lineup of missions courses that try to help prepare missionaries for mm-hmm. the field and what yeah. they're about to do. So on that theme of the making of a missionary, when you look back at your classes, what were some things that, you know, now that you're a missionary on the field, man, that's so true. Right. I didn't. Think that was that important and yeah. now i realize how important it was sure what were some things that were presented in a classroom environment or maybe not in a classroom environment maybe it was just one-on-one conversation with yeah. the with pastor harrison our, our missions instructor mm-hmm. what were some things that really influenced you and helped you in your in your college years
0: so that yeah that's a really interesting question because one of the things that i i guess my perspective might be a little different i I came to Bible College knowing I'm not you know I wasn't going to go if God changed you know his direction for my life, but I knew that Brazil was where I was going to sure. go so i had I had done some preparation you know in advance, but I can't say this class you know that class, but I think it's more of the heart that that I caught from brother Harrison, and it wasn't just brother Harrison, you know obviously at the time you know doc was here and you know the man was. I loved missions. He loved missions. Obviously, Pastor Gomez, Brother Angel, just the, the exposure that I got to, to missions and, and really a missions conference. I think probably as much as anything that week of taking advantage of talking with missionaries, whether it was someone on deputation, you know, just a couple of years ahead of where I was going to be or way down the line years and years and years on the field, I think it was catching their heart that, you know what? God's call god has a plan for me and way bigger than me way bigger than keith putnam is getting the gospel to people that have never heard the gospel whether it be a religious country like brazil where they have access to the bible or a place like the middle east where there's seemingly no Apparent access, you know, to the to the gospel and to God's word. So, I think it was that heart of we got to get this done. We, we, the urgency, of the hour, we got to get this done. And that wasn't just the classroom. Again, that was Saturday bus. That was sowing. That was in conversations with students. That was in conversations certainly with my pastor. That was in conversations with uh, with the teachers and seeing their heart that hey, we got to be serious about God's call for 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 my life. And again not waiting until I get to the field to serve God, but serve God right now where I'm at. What if I never made that? What if I never had graduated? What Mm -hmm. if I never finished Bible college and that's I died? Or, you know, the rapture happened, well then what? I got to get busy serving God today in the bus ministry, the sewing ministry, whatever ministry God put me in. So I think that as much as anything, and just seeing the the need and the opportunity to travel with the college, I was able to see churches and see that God has blessed me with the church that I grew up in. But there is such an urgent need for gospel preaching churches all across America, We tr- we drive for hours and a place you think, oh, this would have a church and there'd be no church. Hmm. Or uh, once, you know, uh, we were, go with a pastor who was traveling. Say, oh, I used to, you know, there used to be a church here. Oh. You talk with a pastor, say, well, there used to be a guy in the other county and there's not anymore. So. Whether it's Brazil or the United States, it really doesn't matter because the gospel is what makes the difference. And reaching the urgency, I think in that heart of, we got to get the job done, we got to get to work, we, we got to, you know, we got to do God's will for our lives today, right now where we're at, not wait until we graduate, but let's get busy today. So that is kind of that, that heart, getting the heart of the missionary as much as anything helped me in preparing me, hey, I got to be busy and I got to be intense about what God's call is on my life in, in preaching the gospel.
1: One more question about your college years, and that's probably all the time we'll have, but um, obviously your wife is a missionary. Right. Did she come to Bible college with that goal in mind, with that in mind? And obviously, if not, when you guys started dating, was it one of those deals like— So, you know, first date. Right. God's called me to the mission field, so unless you. uh,
0: Yeah, see you later. Yeah. (laughs) It was a conversation very early on. I don't know if it was our first, but I would say within the first few conversations that we had, it was mentioned. And, you know, I was, you know, I'm not putting myself up, but I was serious about what God had for me to go to Brazil. I knew that's where God wanted me to go. And I frankly wasn't interested in dating someone who. Wasn't interested in the mission field, or you know, she thankfully was open to that. Her aunt and uncle are missionaries in Belarus and been for a number of years, and so Mm -hmm. she had exposure. And she comes from a church with a lot of exposure to missions. So I'm very thankful for that. Really, in Bible College, obviously, I'm thankful that we met. I think she got saved. She was not saved until Bible College. It was, I believe, our sophomore year. Okay. So you know, knowing she was saved was you know that was a good thing. Um, But yes, she was absolutely ready and excited to serve the Lord. In the mission field on the mission field knowing that away from you know from home away from her home church away from her family away from everything that she's ever known you know Mm -hmm. so yes that was that was definitely a topic of conversation and it is something that again she takes very seriously and really her you know her role as a missionary is is she teaches kids she loves kids she loves discipling she helped me disciple lady in our first term. She did a wonderful job. She speaks great Portuguese. But her her role, if you were to ask her, she would say, Well, you know, I'm I'm a wife and a mother. And as the Lord gives me opportunity to minister to women and children, I I take those. But her she has done a very a wonderful job of being a wife and a mother and enabling me to to, be, to fulfill that calling that God has put on my life of serving the Lord there in Brazil. So yes, that was definitely something that we talked about early on in our relationship. <laughs> I bet so.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate Absolutely. having Thanks you in. Day. appreciate and
0: it. And we'll pray that God blesses you in your
1: second term as you uh, travel there and start some new ministries. Amen. So if you wanna check out some of the other videos we have on our YouTube channel, please do that. Make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and also check out our audio-only platforms as well. Uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, you'll find us there as well. Thank you so much for listening and watching.